Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. You guys, I can't even do the proper intro for this Hearts Unleashed podcast episode. I am so excited to introduce to you Tamara Fogel. Oh man, I asked permission to just dive face first into my Abigail intro because I know Tamara very personally and we have known each other for probably going on two years now and started working together and her sharing so much of her life and her past and then most of all, her vision and her future. And that's what we got to work on very quickly. And she has made tremendous progress over the last couple of years. So much progress, in fact, that she is here to share her very first book, I Am Enough Because I Say I Am. And I just love the title. I have been able to walk through the process. And uh, something a little bit of in the background is that she is the founding author of the Hearts Unleashed House Publishing. And you guys, this has been a dream. So we've gotten to walk together side by side in a dream of mine as well. And that's been so special. And Tamara is so special to me. She, you know, I, I told her, I said, Hey girlfriend, you're going to be our Guinea pig. Are you ready for this? And she's like, hell yes to all of it. So she is a hell yes to life. She is a hell yes to love, to light, to passion, and also to trauma and, and hurt and pain. She has understood that she has gone through that. And she is a yes to supporting other people through their own healing journey. And so, um, I could probably just talk about her this whole episode, or I could talk with her. So Tamara, thank you for being here today. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. And so, you know, based on that intro, tell us a little bit more about you and give us your version of Tamara and where you, where you come from and where you are. Um, I am from a tiny town and I always believed that nothing big was possible for me. I thought it was always going to be like poor and broke and like living small my entire life. And to have this dream that I didn't even realize was a dream come true. It's overwhelming and exciting. And I just love every single bit of it. (laughs) That's awesome. And so tell us, you know, you share a lot online, you have a safe space, your Facebook community, and what do you help people do now that you've been processing this? I help people reveal where their hurt comes from. Mm. Mine was when I was very, very little, I was five years old. And I feel like a lot of people have that hurt within them that's been holding them back for so long, but it's not as apparent as it should be. They just think that this is how life is supposed to be and it's never going to get better because that, you know, that's how it is. Mm. So I feel like when that's, that's brought to our awareness, we can shift things and heal the hurt we've endured basically. Yes. I, you said two really valuable things there. One is like, you've just literally been conditioned to believe that life is this way. It goes this way and it will go this way. And so I don't even think we realize we're sort of creating or predicting our future to be nothing more or better than we've only ever experienced. And that so much more is possible. You've definitely made that transition. What do you have to say about that? Uh, It's the best transition I've ever made. Like to Mm -hmm. be where I'm at today is just, I look back and I'm like, I can't even believe where I'm at. Like five years ago, if you would have told me that I'm where I'm at today, I'd have been like, 
<laughs> no, <laughs> that's not possible. So to be here now is just like, oh my gosh. And it's, it's amazing. I love it. Mm, it's beautiful. And you, one of your chapters is about what you were conditioned to believe. I'm, I'm specifically thinking of um, Love Hurts. And if you could tell us a little bit about that, because I think there's probably many of us who don't know that we've been conditioned to believe Love Hurts or, you know, whatever other stories we have. Yes. Um, at a very young age, I witnessed domestic violence. It was between my parents. And in that moment, I believed that if someone isn't hurting you, they don't actually love you. So I lived in that belief for a very long time. And I picked relationships that were not very healthy for me. Um, actually, one of them even ended up in me being raped. And that was very, very traumatizing for me. And it created a, a disconnect between me and my husband. It's something that we've had to work through. It's something that I've had to personally work through because not everything ends that way. Love is happiness. Love is laughter. Love is it's all the good things in life. And for me to live in that love equals hurt was just dragging me down even more. And as, once I was able to disconnect from that, I was able to love my husband in a whole new way. I was able to love my kids in a whole new way. And that's so deep because when I realized I was hurting my kids the way that I was being hurt, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally and mentally and all that, it was heartbreaking. And I was like, I can't continue this. This has to change. I have to be different for my kids and their future. You know, I didn't want them to carry that on as well. So that's where it really, really got to me. And I was like, yeah, no, this has to be different. This story can't be true. Yeah. Uh, And you are the author. You're literally the author, but I had goosebumps like the whole time you were sharing because it's such a conscious decision that you made and that what you were doing was unconscious until you took on the work because, and it kind of like, you just wake up from this fog or from this dream, like, oh my gosh, I am not going to continue this. I am not going to carry these generational patterns and cycles and all of it. And so, um, yeah, I'm just so present to the idea of ending, like it ends with me. And I I've heard you say that a lot and you know, you have those boys trained or like seeing that money grows on trees and, life is good and love is good. And I just love the new narrative, one that you're living by and that you are now sharing in within your walls, within your family, and then within your pages in your book and this world. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fangirling right now. So don't mind me. And then I, um, I wanted to say something, go back to what you said a few minutes ago is that you looked back to being five. I remember a couple talks that you and I have had and that this happens with me in in a lot of client calls. They come to me about trouble they're having in their adulthood. They're like, this is my problem right now that I need to fix. And, And instead of actually addressing the adulthood problem, we zoom back to childhood and say, where did this start? And I would just love anything you might have to like share about that understanding, because I think a lot of us as adults, we get very distracted by the current problem that we don't take on maybe the inner child or the trauma or the healing and completion work that would be more important, I want to say, and also longer lasting. I feel like when we first addressed that, it all came from when I was five, I was able to do the vision work that you guided me through that made me like talk to that version of me and you know the other versions of me that were hurt. And it just opened a whole new door of healing because I was able to 
confront what was going on and understand why I felt the way that I did. And when I had that conversation with that younger version of me, like it was just so freeing. Like I felt a whole weight lifted off my shoulders. Like you don't have to carry that burden anymore. It's not yours to carry. Like we're done with it. Like we're safe now. Life is different. Like we are not in that moment anymore and it's okay to let it go. And it, it was so freeing. (laughs) Mm, That right there is such a gem is like, we're safe now, right? Like you're acting like the five-year-old because the five-year-old is still very alive and, and also running the show and making the decisions. And we get to parent those inner children and say like, you're, cause we definitely react as adults as if we were, you know, five, six, seven, 12, whenever we were hurt. So thank you for sharing that perspective. And what would someone who's going to read your book, what would they get out of it? Cause well, this is a really cool conversation. And I know it's in alignment with the message of your book. So what would a reader get from your book? The biggest thing is like our past doesn't define our future. Like we are the only ones that get to decide where we go in life. And it's just, the longer we hold on to the past, the more we are keeping ourselves from being the version of us in the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. And I also really love the title, I Am Enough. Like right now you were saying, we were talking about that before the episode is, Right now, you know, the past does not define the future. And you can kind of like, we need that men in black pen where we just forget, but obviously we can't do that. And so how could someone remember our past doesn't find our future? Like, how can we start making that adjustment? All my life, I was a people pleaser. And I felt like if I was a certain weight, Mm -hmm. I can do something. If I had the right job, I could do something. Or if I, you know, if everything aligned perfectly and I was that perfect version, Mm. then I could have everything that I've ever wanted in life. And I had it backwards. Like it was as soon as I declared that I was enough because I say I am and it's to determine that my life shifted dramatically. Mm -hmm. And all of this came about because I was able to say like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of me or what society says I should be like, I am enough right now as I am my size, my job, my, you know, lifestyle, everything about it is perfect as it is. Mm. And I get to be anything I am and anything I want to be because I've declared that like, I have the power in my life. Nobody else. Yes. A freaking men. And it is that it can be that simple. And what I heard in what you were saying is like, I stopped waiting right? Mm-hmm. I just started having, and um, you're reminding me of one of the Hearts Unleashed podcast episodes, which is way at the beginning. It's called Be, Do, Have. So if you're loving what Tamara says, Be, Do, Have. She said, I had it backwards. We want to be, then we want to do, then we want to have. That's the correct order. <laughs> and that's what Tamara <laughs> took on. And it's so beautiful. And so I would, it's because now you were being who you wanted to be, then you were doing what you wanted to do or what you would naturally do, which as far as I can tell, it's writing. And then you now have a book. And so I would love for you to tell us about the book process, the writing process, the publishing process. Give us Tamara's inside scoop. (laughs) Oh my goodness. My writing process started basically with journaling. Like I didn't understand what it was. And I was just writing whatever came out. And I, I thought, I told Abigail, I was like, I have three books that I'm going to write and I'm going to share with the world. She's like, but do you? I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, you know? And after like going through the process and being a part of that write your book in 60 days course, like that 
changed it tremendously. I was able to sit down and I was like, wait a minute, these are all pieces of this, this initial book that I'm going to put out into the world. And I took pieces from everything and it just amazed me. Like in the beginning, I was like, wow, this really, really sucks. Like I hate it tremendously, but it was so good because it was still like the journaling process. And then once I was able to declare like my finish date for my first draft, I was like, oh, hey, like this might actually get done. Like I might actually do this. And getting it done two weeks before like my declared date, because I wanted to have it done for my 29th birthday and like complete my 29 years, you know, like this is the end of that. Oh my gosh. I was able to release so much by completing it. And then when I submitted to the, to the editor, she was like, you can't say things in formal writing. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so I went into the yeah. document and I, I searched for the word things and it was in there 200 and sometimes I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> and I, I quickly realized like, I did not pay attention very well in school with grammar and everything. So it was a learning process, but now I look at the final copy of my book and I look back at that first draft and I'm like, holy wow, I have come so far and it's been such a great growing process. Like I love the me that I am now. And even like in my speaking, I talk different than when I did when I first started writing this, you know, everything comes out differently. I have more words and I'm like, I didn't even know I knew that word. (laughs) So it just, it feels so good to be where I'm at and to have it completed and to know that like anything really could turn into a story. Anything can be a book. And I feel like so many people have a story within them. If they could just open up to someone where they feel safe, they could have that story and they could publish it as well. I had a friend of mine, she had a mental block and I told her, I was like, just write. Like, it doesn't matter what you write, just write and it'll come through however it needs to come through. Mm -hmm. So like, it's us blocking what needs to come through. It's just a matter of writing it down and putting it to paper. Yes. Yes. I love that. Oh, like, I don't even know where to start. I have things I want to reflect in what you said, but one, it's just so beautiful. And I want to reflect your transformation, your progress, your process. Like you have developed tremendously and you did, which thank you for mentioning it, the write your book in 60 days course, because we run that every January. And yes, if you are listening to this in time, we will be running it again in January. So you'll head to abigailgazza.com to look out for that. But you declaring, fulfilling, you finished it two weeks before your declaration date. And I remember you messaging me like, what do I do now? And it's like, you enjoy it, babe. You enjoy it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so much, so much. And then also the completion process that writing is, I love that you shared. It started as journaling. A lot of my books have started as journaling and, um, it's where I learned, you know, whether I was digitally journaling on my Facebook posts or in my journal, whatever it just, there were definitely posts and journaling prompts or journaling entries that turned into whole chapters, you know, and It's very common because it's all writing. And a lot of people just kind of block themselves from that opportunity because they don't take the time to journal. And then of course, like you said, we block ourselves by just basically talking ourselves off the ledge of courage of, oh, I'm no writer or I don't have anything to say or my story is no good or whatever. And so thank you for sharing because it's a journey of, like you said, technique, like 
you can't put things in a book 200 times, the word things or, you know, whatever. And, and so there's the technical growth and then there's that emotional development of, I am enough and I do have something to say and I do have something to share and I am gifted. And so I have watched you do that. And, and yes, I do believe that your book started, you know, throughout your whole life of development, but ultimately you took that course in, in January of 2021. And you, and I know you were writing in 2020 as well. Like your book was definitely taking shape in 2020, but like ultimately in two years time, you produced a book, right? Like if we were to measure the time of writing, and I think that's really important for people to hear because I know people who take three, five, 10, 20 years, they may write some stuff, but they just don't believe in themselves enough. And then they don't register for accountability, right? There's plenty of time where it's like, it's easy to quit if we don't tell anybody. And you have certainly made those declarations publicly and declared accountability in order to get it done. And I really just want to reflect that and acknowledge it and acknowledge it as part of the process because you really were committed because I know you have the heart to share and to support others. And so what would you hope the reader would like, you know, they read your book, they love it. They close that last page. What would you love that reader to just like, ah, their last reader's thought? I want them to know that they matter. Their story matters. Everything about them and their journey matters. And the biggest thing like in my book is that silence is golden, except when it comes to healing. Like we have to open up. We have to be willing to do the work and dig out that nastiness and like, people are like, but I can't, cause that, that makes me sad or that makes me feel a certain way. And I'm like, good, mm-hmm. like feel that certain way, you know? Yes. And for me, it was like processing those feelings and you know, why I was feeling that way. And it's just, it's all a process. You have to go through that and you have to, you have to be willing to just do the work to be able to heal. And another thing I wanted to say too, to like people that have a story is someone somewhere needs to hear your story. So they can see what you've been through because they've probably been in your same shoes Mm -hmm. and where you're at, because Mm -hmm. if they see that you can do it, they'll understand that they can do it too. And that was huge for me. Like I did not want to share my story. And even like when I got my full printed copy of my book, I'm like, Nope, mm -mm, it's it. They're all mine. All 300 Mm -hmm. copies. Like I'm holding onto them forever. Nobody's (laughs) going to hear this, you know? And so it was another like jump in the, I am enough because I say, I am like, this is my story. And there are people out there. Like I gave it to my grandma and I was like, grandma, there's going to be some things in there that I've never told you. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, this is part of who I am and why I am the way that I am and why I'm going to continue this growth because I am enough right now. I was enough when I wrote the book and like me then and me now, like I, that's what I love about like the book, the cover is me then. In the back, my author picture is me now. It's two totally different people. And it was all because I said, I am enough right now as I am. Like you can do anything that you want to do in this life when you declare that you're enough. Like you have everything that you need to just do the thing that you want to do. Like just be that you. (laughs) I can't stop smiling. And I I just have permanent goosebumps. Like I... 
I literally have tears in my eyes because it's just, you're on fire. And I, I am sure that our listener can just, they're like, I hope everyone's driving safe and, and they're power cleaning right now, or like just jumping around in the shower, like wherever you listen to this podcast, like I can imagine her, that Tamara's energy is just lighting you up right now. And so Tamara, thank you for bringing it wholeheartedly. Like you are so unleashed. Thank you for being on the Hearts Unleashed podcast because you are unleashed. (laughs) Thank you for unleashing my heart. That was one of the biggest things. I love you so much. And I love this transformation that I've been through. And it's all because you picked at me. You didn't do it for me, but you definitely opened the doors to allow me to think for myself. I think my biggest takeaway from all this transformation is like the triggers. You know, when I, when I would get triggered before I would have a total meltdown Mm. And now I'm like, okay, why is this triggering me? And it's mm. because you asked me those questions in the beginning. Like I would come to you and I'm like, I'm just mad. And you're like, why? <laughs> you know, so it, it made me think for myself. And I, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Thank you. You are certainly thinking for yourself, woman. And and you're also like, I, I'm so present to the fact that we're here on, so you, if you're tuning in, we're recording on November 19th, but we both know that this episode comes out on Tamara's launch day. Woo! And so you are definitely thinking for yourself, selling for yourself, doing for yourself, coaching for yourself. And, and that's really, really beautiful. So if you are listening to the live launch here on December 3rd, that means you should totally head to TamaraFogel.com and grab the copy of her book because it is coming out right this minute. We are probably phone calling and celebrating and sending messages and sending links and all the things. It's going to be available on Amazon. You can look up I Am Enough Because I Say I Am by Tamara Fogel or head to TamaraFogel.com. And we'll make sure to have all the links in the show notes as well. But this is also the timing of this episode is going to be post-private launch. So Tamara and I will have been in person just the week before hanging out at the Hearts Unleashed Book Club retreat, privately launching her book. And uh, she'll be doing her first big major speaking gig in person. Is that right? Will that be your first in-person speaking opportunity? Yep. (laughs) Oh, so exciting. So, um, And so if you are tuning in right now, we just launched it privately. And we also launched the Hearts Unleashed House Publishing. And so that's really exciting because because Tamara is our first author, but the first of many already. We've already got three or four authors in publishing right now or in production right now. And so if you are interested in becoming an author, if that's something that you know you have a book in you and on your heart, then I would totally have you consider the Write Your Book in 60 Days course, which is what Tamara started out with. Uh, We have a lot of authors who come out of that program, whether they... um, I just now opened the publishing house because I'm like, wow, I'm producing way too many authors not to have a publishing house. (laughs) And so we just launched that. And now Tamara's book, um, I'm going to venture to say by the time you're listening to this, she will already be a best-selling author. And so uh, that's really, really exciting. And I sort of just like totally promoted all of the things. Tamara, would you love to add to that? (laughs) I love it all. And I think if you're looking to publish a book, seriously do the get, uh, write your book in 60 days and stick with Abigail. Like to have her from the beginning to the very end is amazing. I love every single bit of it. I love every part of it. She kept me informed and it was, it was a breeze. Like I didn't feel overwhelmed ever. I could always just be like, Abigail, this is happening. Help me. And she was right there and it's perfect. So yes. Thank you so much. Uh, it actually reminds me. So the, the write your book in 60 days course is a group program and something that is in development is well, this is super exclusive uh, announcement is that I will be taking on 
writing coaching much more exclusively. So one-on-one writing coaching, as well as writing retreats. That's something that's in development and super behind the scenes. So seriously, Hearts Unleashed podcast listeners, you are the first, and Tamara, like this is a surprise for her right now. She's getting the news. (laughs) So um, I am really excited my heart is in writing and books and production of books and people. My heart is in Hearts Unleashed, right? And this, I'm staring at a woman who's literally unleashed her heart through the power of print. And I'm really good with words, but I can't necessarily put into words like how passionate I am about more people sharing that. And it just makes me so freaking happy. So um, anyways, thank you for letting me share my Unleashed Heart as well. I love you so much. I love you too. Oh yeah. She's over here crying. I'm over here crying. This is great. <laughs> you guys, you, I don't produce the audio or the visuals yet, but um, we're over here just t- smiling ear to ear. And so I hope that you're feeling this energy too, listeners. We love you. I am so, um, I kind of wanted to name the title of this episode, saving the best for last, but I don't want to insult anybody either, but, um, this is such a great episode. This is such a celebration. What a, a beautiful end of this season of the launch and the sale of your book. You guys, she's also launching herself as a coach. She, she is a coach. It's just that she's coming out in public about it. So, um, (laughs) you know, helping people heal and, and also share their stories. And so Tamara, would you love to say anything as we start to sign out today? I'm just so excited to see the growth in so many others. I've lived for others my entire life. And, you know, I've always been asked, what what do you get out of it whenever you publish your book? And I'm like, I get to help others. I get to see, show others that they're not alone. You know, mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing when I started. I was like, well, you know, nobody else is going through this. It feels like you're alone. And then whenever you open that door and you're like, this is what I've been through. People are like, oh my gosh, me too. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. You know, there were so many people that were able to open up because I opened up and I feel like if more people could open up and share their story, then there'd be a lot more, a lot more people that realize they they're not alone. So totally. Um, thank you for that because I think when we start speaking up, like you said, silence is golden, except when it comes to healing. And it's just so important that we really do realize how alike we all are and and the way that we've all been through a lot of very similar things, even if it's not exact, right? Like we can really relate to each other. So thank you for that. And thank you for the courage and the boldness and daring to share your story. Because I know you've worked through a lot to be able to share. Yes. I love you. Love you. And listeners, we love you. I want you to know, and she's also the host of the Intentional Detour podcast. So definitely go check out her podcast, check out everything that she's up to. What she's here for is to help people. And she's certainly doing that. And so Tamara, I acknowledge you for what you're doing. And and listeners, I acknowledge you for listening. And thank you for tuning in to whole season four of the Hearts Unleashed podcast. This is the last episode of the season. We will be coming back live February 28th, always on my birthday. So we will be launching again in 2022, but we will be taking a very nice, very long, very well-deserved season break. And I will be hibernating. I will be signing off for disappearing December. And so be sure to head to abigailgazda.com or heartsunleashed.com for any other um, updates or anything you might need. And if you need anything from the team, we are available at hearts at heartsunleashed.com. We are here for you, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are always turning dreamers into doers. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.